This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, December 3rd. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Soil health could save water. Benefits to recharging water on fallowed land. Hill leadership taking shape for ag. Gaping hole looms and in farm income. And more ag scientists needed. Scientists, soil health necessary to maintain water storage. Improving soil health across the state can increase California's groundwater storage by 10% overall and up to 30% in some places. Researchers discussed this potential during a Cal EPA research symposium on climate change yesterday. The soil health is something that should be really considered more in a sort of holistic way in response to climate change, said Lorraine Flint, a soil scientist with the U.S. Geological Survey. The better your soil health is, the more you're maintaining water in the watershed. You're increasing your recharge, you're reducing fast runoff and water quality issues. The takeaway? On a warming planet, as much as 60% of the snowpack could be lost at critical elevations. Much of the precipitation will fall as rain during intense storms, making it challenging to store in reservoirs. The resulting flooding is exacerbated by intense wildfires in upper watersheds, which destroy soil health and reduce water retention. UCLA climate scientist Alex Hall said this decrease in snowpack has to be compensated by an increase in other forms of storage to maintain the state's water resources. Water Blueprint Considering Groundwater Storage on Fallowed Land a consortium of agricultural and water groups known as the Water Blueprint for the San Joaquin Valley is considering what to do with farmland fallowed due to the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Researchers yesterday outlined a recent study showing the potential for strategically conserving that land to benefit wildlife, improve soil health, and recharge aquifers. I'm very much looking for the opportunity to bring this work to be an input into that collaborative planning process that brings all the pieces together, said Rod Kelsey, a scientist at the Nature Conservancy and a principal author on the study. He spoke during a webinar hosted by the Department of Water Resources. CalCan issues progress report on healthy soils. In recognition of Healthy Soils Week, the California Climate and Agriculture Network, or CALCAN, issued its progress report on CDFA's Healthy Soils Program. The advocacy group noted a few places for improvement, such as prioritizing farmers of color, women farmers, smaller farmers, and those leasing land, and adding incentives for transitioning to organic. Thompson nominated to lead Republicans on House Ag. The power shift in the House Agriculture Committee is close to being complete. The House Republican Steering Committee yesterday picked Pennsylvania Representative Glenn Thompson as the Ag Committee's ranking member, replacing the retiring Mike Conaway. The selection of Thompson, who comes from a long line of dairy producers, was no surprise and it's a big win for the dairy sector. The House Democratic Caucus is expected to approve Representative David Scott of Georgia as the committee chairman. Arkansas Senator John Bozeman will take over as either chair or ranking member of Senate Ag, depending on which party controls the Senate. 
Another House Aggie, Washington Representative Kathy McMorris-Rogers, will become the top Republican on the House Energy and Commerce Committee. She replaces retiring Oregon Representative Greg Walden. McMorris-Rogers represents the eastern third of Washington, a major wheat-growing region. ENC is critical to agriculture because it has oversight of both the Environmental Protection Agency, including biofuel policy, and the Food and Drug Administration. Farm income set up for a fall? Farmers could face a steep drop in earnings next year unless they can make up in the market what they've been getting in government payments this year. USDA's latest forecast has net farm income this year hitting its highest level since 2013 thanks to soaring government payments and a run-up in prices for soybeans and other commodities this fall. Net farm income is projected at nearly $120 billion this year with nearly $46.5 billion of that coming from government payments including coronavirus relief and the market facilitation program. From 2015 through 2017, government payments average less than $12 billion a year. We would expect 2021 net farm income to be a lot lower than in 2020 if there are no new ad hoc payments and no major changes in commodity markets, said Pat Westhoff, director of the Food and Agriculture Policy Research Institute at the University of Missouri. Another top economist, Dan Bossi, expects government payments to fall back to 15 to 17 billion in 2021, but he is bullish on commodity prices, especially if China keeps buying aggressively. Bossi, president of Ag Resource Company, says soybean prices could go as high as 14 to 16 dollars a bushel, given the tightening stocks and prospects for crops in South America. By the way, USDA economist Kerry Lekowski says while the risk of insolvency in the farm sector is rising, it's still relatively low. The farm debt-to-asset ratio has been increasing since 2013 and is at its highest level since 2002, but it's still nowhere near the levels observed in the 1980s farm crisis, she said on a webinar. Wanted More Ag Scientists Former Agriculture Secretary Dan Glickman worries the U.S. is falling behind countries like China and Brazil in prioritizing food and agriculture research. Glickman told the Senate Ag Committee yesterday that one of the challenges for U.S. agriculture is recruiting more ag scientists. Glickman said, we have to have a new generation of young scientists who are willing to tackle these problems, who find them sexy, who find them interesting and are going to be solving the problems of the future. Moving forward, public and private partnerships must work together to prepare for threats that could wipe out agriculture, including pests, diseases, or future pandemic, said Glickman. Here's today's She Said It. Mr. Chairman, we do look forward to hanging you in the new year. That Debbie Stabenow, ranking member of the Senate Agriculture Committee, to retiring Chairman Pat Roberts of Kansas. She's referring to Roberts' portrait that will hang in the Senate Ag Committee hearing room. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, December 3rd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dowling.